0: Hello and welcome, I'm Jules B, your host of Behind the Labels, a label-free podcast premium production. Go with me behind the scenes as I dive into the lives of our guests. Each episode will feature unconventional questions that invoke joy, sorrow, and sometimes silence. Come on in, take a seat, and let's start this conversation.
1: Thank you again for being uh, a guest here and doing this interview with me so I can get to know you a little bit better. So the questions that I have for you are not conventional questions. They may not even have anything to do with what you do. It's really just about having a conversation with you to see what you think and go beyond you just talking about what you do, out so all right, you can answer them personally and professionally. There is no right or wrong answer. You do have permission to speak freely with me. So, okay. what I found out about you is that you were interested in the field of psychology after, uh, what high school? That's when yeah, after taking a high school for. like that, correct. And then basically, you took that passion to Penn State. You made, yes. majored in psychology and human development and family studies. And then you went on from there to Temple University. You nice. got a master's degree of social work. And that led you into other things as well. You earned your clinical license. And you began working in the field of individual and couples therapy. And so you've been practicing for a while. You know, 18 yeah. years or at least or more. And so what you do is you educate clients uh, to go ahead and live higher fulfilled lives and you also divorces for couples, for individuals. You do webinars, you do consultations, you have an affirmation book that's going to be released in April called Obstacles Under the Surface, How to Keep Your Subconscious From Negatively Impacting Your Life. And then you also have the podcast, Obstacles Under the Surface. So you look for people or to help people who truly want to find peace in their lives and they want to go from fledgling to flourishing through, I'm sure, you know, going ahead and overcoming the challenges that some relationships have. So my first question to you, Katie, is this. With all the research that you've done, the schooling that you've done, the different couples and and the individuals that you've helped, along the way, In getting to this point, what would you say is the most expensive lesson you've had to learn, keeping in mind that money is not the only currency?
2: What stands out to me is getting to the point where I knew what my niche was, where I knew where I could be most helpful with clients. I started out, like a lot of clinicians do, doing more general therapy and, you know, kind of picking all of the clients and when you find out where you really fit and what you can offer the most at for an individual or a couple or their family dynamic, that's when you can be most helpful. And so there were different paths that I took throughout my career thinking that was where I wanted to go where that was my niche and finding out it didn't really resonate with me and it didn't leave me with the the most informative or unique or specialized information to give other people. So luckily I found that now. I
1: truly believe. Okay. And you know, when you talk about the right information to give other people, my next question to you is this. When we talk about, for instance, mental health challenges that people tend to have either themselves or in their relationships, yeah. why is it that asking someone if they're okay truly doesn't really work? What's the best way to approach someone if you really want to know are they okay? Because you ask someone, are they okay? If you ask me when I'm mad, am I okay? what do I say? Yeah, I'm fine. Right. You know, I'm good. So rather than asking someone, are they okay? What's the best question or best way to approach that as they say to crack that shell or to get past that wall that someone may be putting? Because are you okay does not work. Correct.
2: And it also gives a judgmental connotation that if there is something you're having difficulty with you're not okay whatever that means so that's another reason why i don't like it what i ask people is how how have things been feeling for you lately Mm. i think that opens up more and gives them the space to say whether there have been negative experiences and emotions or positive ones or more of a roller coaster and eating a little speak from what they want to share that day rather than where they think I'm guiding
1: them toward. Okay. Because I just I've lost some persons to, you know, them taking their own lives. And so like a deep full or, you know, when I talk to the person that last spoke with them or had relationships with them besides myself, I always hear that main thing of, well, I ask them, were they okay? I kept asking them that, and they kept telling me they were fine. So, I'm asking them, you know, how have they been feeling? That does add a different layer to it. Because, as you said, I never thought about, are you okay sounding judgmental to them? And I don't think a lot of people do. So, right. and even though you, for instance, deal with relationships and you're an expert at it, what things or what situations wear on you the most? What I notice is the highly contentious
2: relationships are difficult or the ones where they have come in perhaps five or 10 years or more after they should have and it does take a personal toll on me to see relationships come to an end and part of my work is also working with individuals post breakup or divorce whether it's in terms of co-parenting or coming to a resolution on the relationship and finding peace there. So that is a really difficult emotional piece for me that hits me pretty deeply, because I do believe that most relationships can be successful if both people are open and willing to do what they need to do individually, which is often not the case. usually one or or neither, and it's getting them to confront some hard truths about their relationship and being accepting of what it might look like to be successful versus what they started out wanting it to be like or what they thought this marriage would be like. So, sure, I see the ability to design and create that path with them. But sometimes it isn't possible or it isn't what they
1: want. So, do you think that when persons get married, you know, because to me, people think that marriage is about love. And I tend to disagree because marriage is very economical. It's very, very economical. And, you know, being a person of faith as I am, when I first got married and my husband was acting crazy, as I say, I I, I studied the Bible. I studied that boy up and down. I was looking for scriptures to tell me that marriage said that I was supposed to be happy, Katie, and I didn't find one scripture. I got mad. I said, wait a minute. Marriage is supposed to make me happy. And, you know, it talks about being happy in the Lord, but it didn't say being happy in my husband. And so I don't think people realize that marriage is a very economical thing because most people aren't necessarily staying married because they're happy. So do you think that being married makes a person bad with their money? That people become worser overseers of their financial statuses when they get married. Because I mean, tired. Yeah. Go, go ahead. Yeah, because they don't really understand how economical marriage is. Yeah. Because they think that you're supposed to be happy and part of that is just buying everything and doing it. But right. they, do you think that marriage makes you bad with money? It depends on
2: the couple's dynamic. It can either give you an accountability partner or it can point out glaring differences in how you view money and decisions that you make regarding that. And yes, I do agree that often people look for happiness in their relationship with buying things, going on vacations, going out to dinner, posting the Facebook and Instagram pictures of the happy
1: moment. Oh, yeah. that Yeah, that I think gets them through. And I'm looking at these pictures saying to myself, I wonder when the argument started, you know. Right. And because, again, you, you're you not going to agree with everything. And I think that if people understood the total dynamics of what a relationship is, Is supposed to be because it's supposed to be building something. And unfortunately, happiness does not build. It's a feeling. It's nothing that's going to pay the bills or do anything like that, or even settle an argue or disagreement, whatever you'd like to call it. So let me ask you this then, and, and I'm changing the subject. So when you look at your life and all that you've accomplished, Let's say that you had the opportunity to relive one day in your life, even though you couldn't change it, but you got the opportunity to relive it again. What day would that be for you, Katie, and why? That's definitely a
2: tough one because almost like a specific moment that I remember at the end of my college career where I was making some pretty big decisions and I'm not referring to professionally I mean more personally and if I could go back and have the knowledge the confidence and the self-love and self-awareness that I have now I think my life may have taken a different path personally and I would have saved myself a lot of heartache moments and found more happiness and peace earlier
1: on. Hmm. So you, do you think that what you know and what you've been through at this point has made you more vulnerable or has it made you wiser? Definitely
2: wiser. I have learned so much
1: over the course of my career
2: and my life. I think in some ways vulnerable, but vulnerable to the individuals that are healthy and that are good to me and that are vulnerable or emotionally bonded back. So in some ways I am not in some ways, in a lot of ways, I am no longer vulnerable to the people that I shouldn't be, but my ability to be vulnerable Emotionally connect and bond has increased with those that are positive and healthy, which makes all the difference in life. Okay,
1: so two more questions. If you if you don't mind. Okay. Sure. Let's say you had the opportunity to be invisible for the next twenty four hours, and. With that invisibility, you could be in rooms that you currently do not have permission to be in. You can walk through walls, Katie. Or you can be with the beach, as I always say. You fall, you know, sit in your car all day and not be bothered. It's totally up to you. But if you did have the power of the invisibility, what would you do? I would
2: spend it completely with myself to whether that meant sitting on the beach And when thoughts or ideas came up, journaling or recording or reading, or it meant giving myself the freedom to do what I want to do that day and and just be completely at peace without responsibility, that is what I would choose. And that is a lot of what I encourage my clients and my listeners to do an everyday life not that you do it every day but to carve out that time to be alone with yourself and also to do the things that you enjoy but i would spend an entire day doing that and just getting to know myself
1: better okay okay well here's my love question so therefore Different things that we do in our lives calls for different actions and measures. But as with children, for instance, they say that it takes a, a village to raise a child, right? And I, I think that as adults, we also need a village as well. So my question to you, Katie, is: Who's your village?
2: Well, it's definitely some very dear friends who are those positive, healthy people that I was speaking about to surround yourself with. It is also other professionals who, you know, I maybe don't have day-to-day contact with, but learning from them and reading what they've written Provided me a framework to best understand how to be the best mom and how to take care of myself while being a parent. Yeah. And I think one of the most challenging aspects, I definitely have the family members also. One of the most challenging aspects, I think, in a lot of family dynamics and also in mine is to have the wisdom to discern. Which ones to keep closest and which ones align with your values. Because not necessarily that they are negative or unhealthy, but just because their family be in that very inner circle, you can still pick
1: and choose who goes in that. Yeah, I, I think that, you know, life is, as they say, about choosing and time. And that's why you have to choose wisely about, you know, whom you have around you because your choices determine the tables that you sit at and your choices determine the that he sits at the table with you. And so if, if you basically have the wrong people sitting at your table and eating your food, then basically they're wasting your time. So your village is very important. It doesn't just stop at being a child. Your village carries you through throughout your life. And it's important to, have, to be in the right village or at least have the right village around. You. So that's all of the questions that I have for you today. Katie, I thank you for answering my questions. Did you have any questions? I am not left with any questions now, but thank you for
2: your time. And the conversation was very engaging and
1: enjoyable. Oh, you are more than welcome. I couldn't have done it without you, Katie. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you, Julie. You're more than welcome. And hey, keep in mind, Thank we you. are not as divided if we are disconnected. Very true. I needed to hear that today, too. Thank you. Oh, you are more than welcome. I'm, I'm here all day.
0: Okay. Okay. Thank you.
1: You're welcome. Bye.
0: Thank you for joining me for this episode of Behind the Labels a label-free podcast premium production. We hope this conversation has reminded you of the power of your voice and the importance of taking the best steps to live a more fulfilled life. Make sure you like, follow, comment, and share. And for more content, check out the label-free podcast with our fabulous host, Deanna. And remember, we all have choices. We all have goals. We all make mistakes, but it doesn't have to be behind a label.